March is Women's History Month. As March rolls along, we continue to reflect on achievements and have candid discussions regarding the progress women have made in the workplace and society, as well as the work that collectively remains to be done. We'll discuss on this episode of In the Know. I'm Justin Domini. The theme of this year's recently held International Women's Day was Choose to Challenge. The Choose to Challenge campaign helps us recognize and call out gender bias and inequality with the notion that from challenge comes change. And on today's episode, we discuss with KPMG's Network of Women National Co-Chairs, Christine Aspel and Leanne Chambra, who are also office managing partners of KPMG's Baltimore and New Orleans offices, respectively. Here's that conversation. Christine and Leanne, thank you for joining me for this discussion on Women's History Month. And our theme for the recently held International Women's Day was Choose to Challenge. What does the theme of Choose to Challenge mean to each of you? And if you don't mind doing so, can you share some situations where you've had the courage to challenge stereotypes or biases? Leanne, let's start with you. Well, actually, for me, I think what comes to mind initially is the opposite. So too many times in my career when I wish I had spoken up or challenged a situation that would really reinforce the gender stereotypes or things that just weren't in line with my values or the firm's values. And I think a lot of times I was probably earlier in my career when I just didn't have the courage to challenge those mindsets. But I will say most definitely in more recent years when as a firm, we have done such a great job of encouraging people to have those vulnerable conversations and we've really been more focused on inclusion as part of our culture, it is much easier to feel emboldened. And I've definitely had the occasion to encourage people to be more understanding, for example, of women who are building their careers and trying to juggle work and family, or really just to let somebody know, hey, you know, that comment you just made, it might have seemed appropriate to you or even funny, but to really kind of make them see how that could be perceived in the wrong way. So I guess just me thinking back about too many times when I really wished I had made a different choice, but feeling like I'm in an environment today and in a place in my career where I really feel like I have to choose to challenge and I am doing so. You know, I agree with Leanne that the experience certainly does help you understand when and how to challenge those situations that you're faced with. And I'll use the word battle. It's really not intended to be a battle, but sometimes you have to choose your battles and figure out what is the best thing I can do in this situation based on these circumstances. I remember someone insinuating that maybe it's not a good thing to work from home. And this is going back years ago when I was the first partner and I just had my first son. And I thought to myself, if I can't do this as a partner, how is anyone else going to ever be able to have a flexible work schedule? So instead of sometimes verbally challenging the situation, I've just chosen to take action, setting those boundaries, figuring out what I can do or what I need to do, and then hopefully setting an example for others that are facing similar challenges. That sounds good. And speaking of working from home, this past year has brought us all sorts of things virtual into our personal and professional lives. Do you think being virtual this past year has made it easier or harder to choose to challenge? Christine, let's start with you. I think being virtual has given us 
opportunities to face different challenges. So more opportunities to challenge. I think it's also given us opportunities to be more empathetic for each other because all of us are facing very unique challenges that we're seeing every day and hopefully opening up a window into what others' situations are. For example, I know there's many working moms and dads who are facing lots of struggles each and every day with balancing work, balancing children that are home, going to school. So before, people may have felt that they needed to hide or sneak out of the office when they're going to an event for their kids. And now we're really faced with it head on. And so we just need to be more empathetic and understanding. And it gives us, like I said, that window into what's happening at everyone's home. Yeah, I agree, Christine. I think that most people have been really understanding of the fact that everybody's dealing with their own situation, their own set of challenges, whether it's you have kids and you're dealing with that, or you have elderly parents, or, you know, everybody's just had their own situations. And I think, like you said, having this window into each other's lives and dealing with this shared experience of the pandemic it has given us even more of an opportunity to challenge certain mindsets and really stop and say, hold on, you know, we really may not know what's going on with this person. So don't jump to conclusions just because they're not available or online right now. So it really is kind of ironic that being remote has in many ways encouraged us or even forced us to bring our full authentic selves to work. And it's certainly challenged us to be more aware of our colleagues and the multifaceted individuals that they are and the many things that each of us has going on outside of work. Thank you both for that. So let's shift our conversation to the idea of equality, specifically as it relates to parity. Another question for the both of you, what does gender parity look like to you? To me, it's about opportunity. So really just having an equal playing field in the workplace, it's real important. And it's not about penalizing people for being different or making different choices, but really making sure that our people and our women have the support that they need to succeed while doing what's best for them all the way around. Yeah, I agree. And I've said this from the very beginning when we started our No chapters, that one of the big focuses of No is recognizing that women have differences in the workplace you know, outside of the workplace, but when they bring themselves to work, making sure that we can help level that playing field, whether it's giving them some tools to help build their confidence, to learn how to speak up, to fight imposter syndrome, or just giving them a platform to learn from each other. And that is the biggest thing that I took away from now after we started. It was just giving us the ability to get together and talk about the things that we were experiencing just an equal opportunity to get together and to recognize those differences that women have. Christine, I love what you said about learning from one another. So I love hearing stories and tangible examples of people learning from one another and just as importantly, helping one another. So last question to the both of you. Can you share what you're doing specifically to empower women to find the courage to challenge and call out bias or inequality wherever they go? Sure. Well, I think going back to what Leanne said in the beginning, a lot of times it's the things we don't say that we remember and we think about most often, the things we wish we would have, especially when we're early in our careers or working with someone who's very senior to us. It can be challenging and difficult to do that when we don't align together in our values. But 
I try to remind people, especially that I'm mentoring or even just as you talk, that being a silent bystander in a situation where you know is wrong, you are actually taking the side of the person that is committing that wrongdoing and reinforcing that behavior. So while we all may choose to challenge in different ways and at different times, but just by doing it is what's most important. You really have to remember that. And it takes a lot of courage sometimes to do that, but we really must remember that at all times. Yeah, and I think for me, I've had the opportunity to have a number of conversations with our women about really encouraging them to challenge themselves, to challenge their own assumptions about others or or their assumptions about what you think they expect. For example, a young lady who's coming back into the workplace from being out on maternity leave and really kind of struggling with the hours that need to be worked and the expectations of the hours that need to be worked and the person that they're working for who works seven days a week and works late at night and assuming there's this expectation that she does the same thing. And so really having that conversation and encouraging her to you know, start that conversation. Don't just assume that this is what's expected of you and have the courage to raise that as an issue and don't just walk away without doing that. So again, having the courage to speak up and really oftentimes that's just as simple as starting a conversation. Most of our leadership, the people that you're working for want you to be successful and they want to support you and make it work. And so You have to challenge yourself and you have to find that courage just to have that conversation and communicate, really. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's reaching out to someone, just that reach out will give that person the courage to know that there's someone there who's thinking about them and who's behind them if they needed it. I remember having a conversation where I just reached out to someone and she called me back and said, I really want to talk to you about this job. She was not KPMG but I really want to talk to you about what I'm facing. And it was just that simple reach out. I think they gave her the courage to have that conversation. Those are awesome examples, Christine and Leanne. Thank you so much for your time today and for discussing the choose the challenge aspect of International Women's Day and Women's History Month. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. you. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. To join the conversation on LinkedIn and Twitter, simply use the hashtag futureisinclusive. That's hashtag futureisinclusive. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on In the Know.